And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Sam Fender. You know I love Sam Fender. I love this music. And he's got a new song, Sam Fender. I was worried Sam Fender... Sam Fender disappeared. And maybe I was wrong, but no, he's making new music from England somewhere. This song's called All Right. And I feel all right. And I'm feeling all right as I'm here with Johnny Lieberman. I'm here with Reggie. Are you here with Reggie? Reggie's in the bathroom. <laughs> as we say Are on the movie set. Are you locked in? He's locked in the lucid. As, as we say on the set, he's 10-2. <laughs> that means you're taking a number two on the set. 10-1. I, I literally have to go over there to unlock him. Do you know what uh, I call 10-3? That means if you have a cloaca, some sort of bird hole that you pee and poop out of. That's 10-3. Johnny Lieberman is now walking over to the lucid to let Reggie out, who was trapped. And this is Sam Pender. <laughs> Why was he locked in the lucid? Because I have the key and I walked away from it. Yeah, but what if what if you were a dog or something? Here, <laughs> dogs would be okay. But yeah, Reggie, go. Oh, he's uh, getting. He's making he, espresso at the moment. Please, can you can you really not open it up if you're trapped inside? I don't know. This is the first I've ever seen of this. Well, welcome to Spike's Car Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're having a nice summer. Um, we're having a nice time. It's a Saturday. We're in Zuckerman's hangar. Uh, Zuckerman's still in Portugal. Still. Feasting on uh, Portuguese pastries. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to come the back Portuguese nice. The Portuguese live in Portugal, right? Yeah. I'm not wrong about that. The Portuguese live in Portugal, He yeah. keeps sending me pictures of these grand ballrooms and places he's staying. And I said, this still doesn't make you a gentleman of any kind. <laughs> you can wrap yourself around. You can wrap that stuff around you. But we all know what you are. No, Barbary Ape. I thought we settled <laughs> that last time. He, he said, is. I'm going to see the Barbary Apes. I said, look in the mirror. You'll see the first Barbary Ape. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm having a good car day. Saturday is a great day for me because it's uh, I'm spilling out of the work week, uh, a home late on Friday night, tense, and, and uh, we get out and we drive first thing in the morning. And I'm having an outstanding car day. Um, just one of my little car stories. The Defender came back I heard. this week. Uh, I saw. Anthony Lehner and uh, those guys put it right back together with their connections at Land Rover, got me the parts. Not that fast, but fast. Uh, truck is perfect. I was yeah. so happy to be reacquainted with it. I thought I was going to have a magical drive in it, but then I remembered you can't have, I, I've, I've had that around for a year and a half that when you have a truck or a car that's damaged, you go from zero to minus 10 and then you don't come up 
past zero again. You so mean, you have you're hesitant. You don't know. You don't get a high drive off of that. It doesn't get better. It just brings you back to where you were. I see. Whereas I see. if you take a car and you restore it and it comes back from the restorer, then you get a ten pop. High. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I saw it in the driveway. It got dropped, and I was so excited to get in it the next day, and it just felt like it always felt. <laughs> but it's good to have it back. It's back. It's good to have it back. Yeah. Um, but what did you drive? Drive. And this morning. Um, we were in a 73 911 RS, one of my favorite cars. Is and that I, the orange one? No, this was uh, a, a white with blue emblem car. But just on an open PCH early in the morning, no bright sun. It was just Who's perfection. This? Who's this? Oh, who do you think? Oh, yeah. People are getting tired of me yeah. name dropping yeah, that yeah, name. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I am not going to say it anymore. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. deprive you yeah. of interesting information about yeah. somebody I know. Yeah. So it was Larry Davids. It was Larry Davids. Yeah. That's cool. Good for him. Um, Good for Larry. And then I, uh, I put. That's new- a nice car. Listen, wait, drive. I've got news. <laughs> okay. I uh, while Zuckerman was out, and I've made some moves on the Zagato too. He's going to learn about them, and it's, it'll be in a subsequent episode. But something very exciting happened with that car. Um, I threw some new tires on the GT3 Touring. And what, what kind? What kind? What kind of tires? They're Pirellis. Pirelli witches. Courses. I call. I called my friends at Stokes out here in Santa Monica, and they they race Porsches. And I said, yeah. "Look, I got this GT3 Touring." And he goes, "Loud tower no, tire noise." And I go, "Yeah, that's right." He goes, "Those are amazing tires for the track." Yeah. He goes, "Are you racing it?" And I said, "No, it's a touring car. It's a T. It's a touring." <laughs> and he goes, "I'm going to get you a set of Pirellis, and you let me know how you like them." So we uh, put the Pirellis on this morning. I just picked the car up and drove over here. Do you know what type of Pirellis? I haven't P-Zero looked at a P zero. Yeah, don't okay. even know. I haven't okay. had a second. I okay. picked up the car. Came right here because I'm late. I'm yeah. running late today. And is it quieter? And that's the big news. It's quieter. The car, I'm hearing the engine now. I'm hearing the car the way the car was meant to sound, but I'm not hearing tire noise and road noise. It's been reduced, I would say, by about 70%. Oh, wow, that's crazy. So I just jammed on the 405 over here where I was having trouble hearing my radio before, and all I had was glorious engine noise, which I love, exhaust notes, and not tire roll rumble. That stuff. That stuff that you only hear in race cars when you're on track. Yeah. But now I'm feeling insecure about losing all that stick. So I was gonna, that's what I was going to ask is you got to drive it back to back with another one with the real tires and see what well, you Well, I kept the lose. real tires. I've got them there. Oh, so you're fine. I'm, I put them in the hangar. Yeah, you're fine. And if I jump out onto a track with this, with this car, but I'm telling you I never will. Not in this car. Yeah. G4S, I will. Not in this car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, or I'll have the t- original tires when I turn the car over to somebody, right? right? Because they're in new condition. Right. But right. now I have a car that I think. So you're happy. I think. I mean, I've, I've been in it for five minutes. I think I'm going to be very happy. Now Zuckerman might actually drive it, which would also make me happy. Yeah. And, and he, I'm having know? a nice car day. It's a nice Saturday car day. Does he know about the tires? Uh, no. People ask me about Plan Z, how it works. That's how it works. Right. I don't yeah. have to even tell him. He'll be fine with it. He won't yeah. even care. Right. Or right? notice. Yeah. He will notice. No, gonna, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until gonna, he, drives, he's, yeah. he said, I'm not driving the car. It's too loud. <laughs> it's not coming. <laughs> it. And he's right. Because he and I are doing the same type of driving right now, which is dr- right down Sunset and into the city yeah. and then back home. And it doesn't, uh, it's fun. You know, we, we were out at a location this weekend up in La Cañada, Flint Ridge, on the way to Angeles Crest. That's where now, I live. Da- now, damn. Yeah. That was a fun drive. Yeah, that's To and live. from and the Jeep with those tires. Yeah, that yeah. was fun. Yeah. 
but through the city, I want something quieter. I need something quieter. Otherwise, I'm not going to drive the car. So uh, I'll let you know. I'll keep reporting on it. All right. All and right. the rest of it. Um, so I'd be curious because I, you know, my thing is with cars like that, like I'll put up with the the pain because I know how great it grips. But you're up in, you're up in Angeles Crest gripping yes. around corners yes. and beating on the car. That's I'm not going to do yeah. that to this yeah. car. That's not what it was meant to do. It was meant to function, you know, like Reggie's car, which is driving to and from work and driving around in it and functioning in my life. I want a GT3 Touring that functions to take my wife out to dinner in. But, but you know, but the, the, the Porsche peers listening and say, well, just get a turbo. Just get a Porsche turbo. No, I want a GT3. But a GT3 uh, grips and, and rips around corners and makes a lot of noise. As this will. Okay, well, well, we'll see. But do I need it <laughs> gripping around turns at 160? Am I going to make it make that hard left at Road Atlanta in this thing? No, I'm not. I, I mean, now you can't. Maybe. We, we'll. <laughs> what could I do with it other than, I, I, you know, as, as I was driving, I was thinking I would I would love the back end to come out every once in a while. It might be fun. That's I like about those yeah, cars. Yeah. That's what I liked about the last Touring. It was that you could dance it around a little bit. It's fun. But I'm not, when you're on the road, you're not racing. Are well, you? I mean, sometimes, at times, it happens. <laughs> it, it, it definitely happens. I, I, these tires already are just fine. It's not like I'm putting on, uh, I don't know, bicycle tires. Well, I'll go, I'll go take a look in a sec. But like, yeah. Yeah, like, I you know, need like, you to take a look. Like, <laughs> please, tell just me so what you think. so we know what they are. I need to know what you think. I've never done this before. It's only 35 years of car collecting, but I've never done it before. Well, I I <laughs> find you, it curious. Ricky. You bought tires and don't know if they're P zeros or courses. Well, you want to real you want me to really take you through that decision. Stokes Tires has a, a Porsche racing team and intimately know this issue. And here's what they recommended, and they and I trust them on this one. Okay, okay. So I'm, I, I'm and, curious. And in the meantime, to know what I'm calling is. actions and cuts and sweating bullets. And I just said, put 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 on the Pirellis if that's what you think I should have. He goes, we have a lot of GT3s coming through here, and I know what you're going to want. I, this is what our customers are responding to. So I threw them on. And I said, I think these tires, I'm going to have to wait, heat them up a little bit before I start dancing around them. He goes, yeah, yeah. you just got to drive them a little bit. Don't just get on them immediately. But on the roads of L.A., you're going to be happier here. I'm going to guess they're just the P-Zeros off the turbo, because that's what the turbo comes with. <laughs> Maybe. I could stand up, but I'm not going to. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's a long walk. A, yeah. A lot of cars to get around. That's a, a decent 40 Zuck, feet. Zuckerman left a bunch of cars literally. We have in this a big place. show, and, and gratefully, I have a lot of complaining to do to all of you. Oh, Uh-oh. good. Yeah. But, but oh, no. uh, Johnny, you directed my anger right away. That's good. That's good. Um, what did Reggie do? I know what I did. Reggie's all. tires you had. My tires? <laughs> what do you new have? tires, but I think I just got like the Michelin. Uh, See, nobody really eagles. cares about their tires. Michelin People? Eagles, <laughs> you know, Mich- Michelin Condors. Sorry, Condors. Yeah, they're the special uh, polycarbonate. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm gonna find out. <laughs> this is a part. He's gonna go look. Guys, this go a, Google. This is a car podcast. <laughs> yeah, none of us know what tires are on our. Cars. I know what tires are on cars. I can tell you. You know, uh, look at mine. He's checking, Reggie. Look at mine while you're out yeah, there. Yeah, Reggie. Okay, go ahead. Drum roll, please. He's got his flashlight out. Yeah. Eagle. Oh, okay, now look at mine. Go, yeah, yeah, go yeah. see what I have on that thing. So those are those are great tires. Those are good Michelin PS4 replacement tire. That's a great tire on his yeah. Taycan. Yes, that's a what very do we got? nice tire. <laughs> he said they're Continentals, but he's he wow. P zero. Okay, there yeah. you go. Yeah, 
So they're not horses. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay, that's what that's what comes on a turbo. So that, that makes sense. Fantastic. There we go. Those are the same tire. Yeah. You know what? I'll tell you else. So I, I had a couple of iffy moments in those uh, the, the, the the tires, the Michelins that came on the car. I was on the four. It, it tends to grip so well that when the pavement runs in a different direction, otherwise not straight. And your hands are not on the wheel. The car darts away from you. Yeah. And I find that to be a little dangerous. And I tested it on the, you know, there are two jumps on the 405 yeah, between yeah. Sunset and the 10. I, I let the steering wheel go just to see what would happen. And I almost lost shit. I lost the car. Yeah. The car jumped and went off to the side and I almost lost it. Why does it do that? Because the tires are sucking so hard to the pavement. Oh. If the pavement grooves right and you're still going it just straight, goes with it'll go like, it goes like grooves. that. Yeah. And that is not something I'm looking for no. on the road. No. On the racetrack, you don't have to worry about that. You get a yeah. nice flat surface. Yeah. On the road, and this car is 99% road, maybe 100% road, <laughs> I don't want to have to worry about taking my hands off the wheel. I get you. But if you... Uh, you also don't want to have to worry about taking your hands off the wheel. Here's some cars that collecting cars are selling. This 1977 Fiat 500 Scoliosis 26S. Is that the word? No. Oh, Scoliosis. Scoli- it's not the Scoliosis. Oh, oh, known for its small size. Didn't we do this Looks car really last week? Yeah, we did that car last week. Wow, these yeah. guys yeah. Uh, originally delivered to Italy. Might still be for sale. Yeah. Might not still be for sale. <laughs> it's like a mini Italian Jeep. Gotta they have it. that. Let's see. Then if, if if memory serves me correctly, there was an Aston Martin of some... Oh, yes! Yeah! This Aston Martin. Uh, oh, yes. Barrage Volante. I'm sure if you go to collectingcars.com uh, right now... You'll find that. And you'll find... Just like it. Different cars. Not from last week's show. What are you doing? He's doing yoga. Are you... Oh, you look like you were <laughs> Sorry, taking... Sorry, stretching out my knees. He's <laughs> no, giving birth. I just did. <laughs> collectingcars.com go check it out they've got great memorabilia you don't have to go to uh, Monterey you don't have to go to Pebble Beach you don't have to go to those big shot auctions you go to collectingcars.com right now and they've got everything there the memorabilia the motorcycles uh, Ferrari signs beautiful cars for any enthusiasts looking to stand up for the crowd this summer drives collector with a keen eye for originality this is an excellent unrestored example of an incredibly rare modern cruiser I don't even know what I'm reading anymore. just go to collectingcars.com <laughs> I'll tell you I blew and this might be a complaining show, but sometimes those can be entertaining. Because sure. It, it, I'm complaining about bad things that have been happening to me, and bad, really the wrong word. But uh, Thursday, um, uh, James Garner's daughter, who I know, uh, reached out to me and said, hey, James Garner's stuff is going up for auction tomorrow, Friday. Oh, wow. I said, oh, wow. And he watches. She goes, yeah, one of his, uh, the watch he wore in the Rockford Files. Oh, whoa. What, what kind of watch is that? Uh, Lucian something or other. Okay. I don't know. I've never heard of it before. Okay. Yeah. But, but still, but yeah. it comes with a picture of Rockford standing by the Firebird, and the watch is there. And I made a mental note. Yeah, buy that watch. The estimate was three hundred and fifty dollars to seven hundred and fifty dollars. And I turned to somebody yeah. I was working with. Yeah, and said, "I can swing that. We got to buy this shit. Yeah. This is forget about the money. You just I got to have Jim Rockford's watch." Yeah. Woke up Friday morning, totally forgot about it. Oh, no. Totally forgot that the whole auction was going on. I was working, and then uh, by the end of the day, I was on Twitter and saw somebody tweeting about something they bought from the Jim Garner auction. And I went, fuck, and I went there. It went for a few thousand dollars, this watch. It could have been mine. Yeah? Yeah, it could have been mine. It's my second bad watch story of the week. Okay. This is the this is the one I want to dig in on with you guys. Okay. Because it is filled with stupidity. And not mine. The watch 
dealer stupidity. Okay. Uh, Who are we talking about? Who's the dealer? I'm going to, I'm going to tell you. Okay. And you tell me whether you think this is right or wrong. Okay. Last weekend, I'm sitting with my goofball friends. I'm not going to say any of their names, but I, uh, we're talking watches and I go, you know what? Here's a watch that I think is a little undervalued. It was a Hodinky release. Um, it's something I forgot, didn't know about, didn't have a chance to buy one. You know, they sell these out in a minute. It's one of just a few hundred. And there are a couple on the secondary market right now. There are four of them, uh, sub $10,000 watches. But uh, I think I need to buy one of these. At the very least, uh, go up or down, I don't care. It's a beautiful watch, and I'll wear it, and I'll enjoy it. It's like some what, of their other ones. What's, what's a Hodinkee by who? I don't want to say. Okay. Because I still okay. may buy gotcha. one of gotcha. these, gotcha. and I feel but like if I say it, because everybody Hodinkee gonna... does a gazillion special edition watches. And... They do. Yeah. And yeah. everybody knows what I like, and they yeah. know the brands that I like, and this yeah. is one, except this was not an expensive watch. And in this conversation with my friend, we were talking about the stupidity of collecting of our stupidity and what we care about most. And this person cares about numbers, numbers that are significant. And sometimes before he buys a car or anything, he'll try to get the number that is significant to him as well. I think I know who you're talking about. Magic numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid funny guy from New York City. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody wants to hear about it. And I was saying that that doesn't that make buying the thing harder when you have to get the number in addition to finding the example? And he goes, well, that's what makes it fun if you can get the number. And I said, you know, I'm going to try to do that with this watch because I know there were a little over 200 made and... Why don't I try to find a number that's meaningful to me? I bet you out of the four or five that are for sale in the world, one of those will have a number that's... So I I went home that night. I sent out four emails to all of these different dealers on Chrono24, on eBay, wherever I found them. Can I ask a question? Yes. Do you have numbers that mean anything to you? I think they'd be obvious. If I could get, uh, you know, uh, let's see. If If I got a nine, if I... I wouldn't know, but if I looked at the number and I went, oh... Okay. I live at that street number or right, let's right. see, okay. we're dealing Got with it. a little over 200 Yeah, or, oh, that's my birth year. Got it. Got 64. It. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. I didn't know what I was looking for, but I would pr- kind of know out of this, I think five watches, one of them would be the one that I buy and they're all priced around the same. Okay. Every single one of these idiots said, we're not telling you what the number is. <laughs> Universally. This is like whiskey collecting. They, uh, they do this with whiskey. So it'll say like, it'll say like number, you know, it'd be like bottle 70 out of 184. But when they put the ad up, they'll, they'll remove the number it is because people care. Apparently it's the same exact whiskey from the same exact barrel, but the number's special. Okay. So, yeah. This is uh, Delray watch supply. Somebody named Delray watch supply. Now, keep in mind, I know Ben Clymer and I know who sure. did, and I'm not a counterfeiter. I don't think. I mean. But I do want to know what I'm buying. <laughs> yeah. I do want to know what I'm buying. Fair enough. I feel like I have a right to know what I'm buying. Delray Watch Supply, the genius is there. Uh, high Spike. Unfortunately, this is also the serial number of the watch and cannot be disclosed for security purposes. There's a lot of counter, and then it basically accuses me of being a counterfeiter, to which I right. respond, yeah. hey, to put you at ease, this is my name, this is what I, I write dumb jokes for a living, I also collect watches. Uh, yeah. here, I'm fairly well known in the in I didn't the even say that. I yeah. just said, I, yeah, I was yeah. just trying to prove I'm not a thief. Right, right, But right. here's a link, I know Ben, and here's a link to me on Talking Watches. Yeah. It would mean a lot to me if you told me what it was because I just want to, I want to buy the right number. 
This is what he wrote back. <laughs> I can't tell you for security purposes. I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> What's security? I can never. I can. However, I can tell you that number is lower on the lower side, <laughs> under one hundred. <laughs> And I said, I don't understand. Don't I? And, I, and I'm doing this. I'm writing back. I, I don't understand. Don't I have a right to know what I'm buying? I'm sorry if I come off as accusing you of something. I was simply trying to explain our security protocol. I'm aware of who you are. Uh, I'm aware of who you are, my friend. But unfortunately, when it comes to things like this, we cannot make an exception. Wow. <laughs> and, I, and, and, and I didn't have time to engage, but I'm going to engage now via the yeah. podcast and, yeah. the, and this level of stupidity. What I wanted to, to write back and I want to know is like, if I were in the business of counterfeiting sub $10,000 watches from <laughs> not big collectible brands. Yeah, highly lucrative, yeah. I can scratch any number between one and 250 on that watch. <laughs> I don't need to know your watch. Right. Oh, yours is 78? Oh, now I'm going to write 78. Right. And when we buy cars, I want to, I, I want to talk to the, the watch community in general, because I understand when there's a Rolex that has a 10-digit serial number, that's different. But this is a new watch that has a three-digit serial number that anybody can Google and write any number between 0 and 250 with a magic marker on it any day of the week if there was a business for counterfeiting this specific watch, which there is not. Right. It's, I just, I've never even heard of, like, it's just, a, it's like, it's like, if you won't release the VIN of a car. It's, it's an old wow. idea. It's pre-internet. It's, it's a very old idea. And again, I understand why when we're talking about like Paul Newman Daytonas or ultra rare serial numbers, I get that. But in the age of the internet, there are no more secrets about this stuff. And with cars, you're exactly right. If I were buying a 550 and the guy said, I can't tell you the serial number <laughs> right. of yeah. this $10 million car. Yeah, it's, it's one out of 70 though. If that guy <laughs> is disclosing... A 550 VIN number, you can disclose the $6,000 watch. Yeah, yeah, You can yeah. disclose to me, <laughs> yeah. the guy who has the video, the watch. Right. And you just unsold me on the watch. You unsold me on you and your stupidity and the watch. But I would say, if I may, Go ahead, maybe don't worry about the number. Because if you didn't worry about the number, you'd be enjoying the watch But right listen now. to That's what true. he's saying. He's wrong. You're not allowed to know... Some important information about this watch until you buy it. And I disagree with that. Even I, a house, you do a full inspection and everything yeah. is checked. You're in the right. But if you didn't listen to your B-list comedian friend from New York City, <laughs> then you would have the watch on I your wrist right him, now I, and be really happy. I, I couldn't because I would be so upset about this story. No, no, no you're missing my point. If, if you never thought about the number, if you didn't have to think about the serial number of a $6,000 watch, you just have it on your wrist. I would have asked anyway. I would have asked what number of what number. Like on this other watch I have of theirs, I know oh, okay, I have 26. Okay. So you do care? I do care. I just, I'm interested in the number, but not that I care about it in a way that I'd get obsessive about. But well, I would, before I buy something, I'd go, well, what number of 250 is this? I'm just curious. This yeah. is the principle of him not divulging this information that should be pretty easy to divulge. To a legitimate guy. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, all three other ones started pinging me with the same information. Like, we can't tell you what you just pay us. We're not going to tell you about that, what that it is. That is weird. P 
People are weird about numbers, though. It's like it's like numerology. Yeah, it but is. Don't you follow it through? I mean, if I were them, I'd be going, "What? What's the risk of handing this off to this podcast guy? Just going, here's the number. Would you like to buy it? Because you know what would have happened, Delray Watch guy. You listening? I was about to buy it. Yeah, no, I was I about know. to send you the money. And not only that, and it wouldn't have mattered what number it was. Yeah. I was let's just going to get up, it. Let's say it showed up quickly and was working. You'd be like, hey, I could buy more stuff from this business. Oh, uh, yeah. You know? You could be talking favorably on this podcast the, about it. The <laughs> second he said that, he goes, look, you know, we're not supposed to disclose that, but are you interested in really buying it? We go, yeah. He go, here's the number. I go, great. Yeah. And then, then we'd be talking. He'd be selling me stuff all the time. Instead, yeah. I'm talking to Bob's watches. That's right. <laughs> Bob's nice. watches, the most trusted destination to buy or sell, and we'll tell you all of the serial numbers of all of their watches before you buy them. <laughs> wow. Yep. They'll, They'll sell you the serial number without the watch. You can just, yeah, that's right. They'll give you a list of serial numbers. Counterfeit whatever you like. <laughs> It's like if you get the, the VIN plate. It's, it's hilarious to me that you can get a list of VIN numbers, right? Nobody's checking. I, have you ever checked a serial number on a Rolex? I haven't. I know. I, I have a bunch. I, I've never checked one. I'm quasi aware that they even have numbers. So. I check books and papers and provenance, and I talk to previous owners. Dude. But I wouldn't know a fake serial number if it hit me in the face. But if I bought a weird-looking watch with a serial number on it and had no papers, I would, of course, suspect it's probably fake. Oh, All man. watches are fake. Go ahead. But not Bob's watches. <laughs> He's got the realest watches with the best numbers. <laughs> Ooh, some of those numbers. Listen to some of these numbers. 00911. Ooh. 00550-003. Now we're talking. Wow. That's talk, right. Talk dirty watch numbers to me. Tudor 00356. <laughs> Omega 9083. Breitling's Cartier's Ooh. Paddocks. Explore wow. thousands of models available now. And they know you're you're entitled to all the information about these watches, whether they're pre-owned or new. They're going to tell you everything you need to know about it. Overnight delivery, shipping included. God damn it. Lots to talk about. Lots to talk about. We'll keep going. <laughs> Let's keep going. Um, not to keep complaining, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Pebble Beach Concours is a little up in the air right now. Oh, no. What happened? <laughs> you told me the other day. You're sending me emails. They're spelling my name wrong. Okay. <laughs> they Pebble fixed Beach. that. Uh, uh, somebody I know who's very famous, who's making, is starring in a movie right now, has decided to appear. And the Concor was not able to get the hotel accommodations right for us. And they, they, they sent me in the direction of this lady who we have to deal with every year who runs the hotel. And she's like, I don't have rooms for you or, or, or Paul. I, I can't make them materialize. And uh, I said, look. It's, I, I don't know how it works. I know there's a concourse and I know there's you and I know somehow you're tied together, but every year we come up there and do this for free and we do it for charity and we don't ask to get paid. We, we, uh, our own expenses, whether it's flying, driving and saying we pay, but now you're not even going to give us the rooms so we can pay. Now we have no place to stay. This, all they have, all they were supposed to do is give us reservations, and then we would pay for the rooms. That's oh, you'd the, pay for the, the rooms? We, of course. Oh, it's oh, so Spike, wrong. We I know. Talk. We got to talk. I know, <laughs> right? Because you know oh, about no. what those. I mean, you know what those rooms cost during Car Week. And two hundred. No, <laughs> an hour. It's a lot of money. And no, I know. And they make you book out four. But I said yeah. to them, I go, look, I'm going to do this and we're going to bring people up every year. We've had Pat Dempsey. We've had Jerry. We've had lots of famous yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's hard to do. And I and I do it for them. 
and I do it for them free. I said, the only thing I ask is that you just get me a hotel room for two nights, just the reservation outside of this five night requirement that costs 20 grand. Yeah. And I'll pay for that. But just get us the reservations because you have to make them years in advance. Yeah. They've always done it. This year, this lady who's been difficult for many, many years, whose name I won't say, Uh-oh. she's uh, she just said, what? Like, she was like a female Zuckerman. Imagine Zuckerman <laughs> taking this call. It was that lady that, that you know, now nah, you want to fight again, lady? It was that lady. I can't just make them appear. And then she says, these rooms are for the people participating in the Concord. Oh, boy. And that was it. I lost it. I, I, I was very polite. I said, well, will you please just tell everybody we can't make it this year? And I said, thank you so much. And I hung up the phone. But So I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, all right. Well, that I, and then up. I reached out to the Concord and I said, uh, I think there's been a misunderstanding. And they, they're on it right now, um, trying to fix it. But um, the link is up. Get the tickets. No, I know. I saw, I saw the link yesterday and if it, I, got, it would free on my afternoon if it got canceled. I have other stuff to do. Look. But. Reggie, you know how showbiz works, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're supposed to take care of all of that, right? (laughs) You show up somewhere when you do a show. Not only are you paid, you get a paycheck and you get your hotel paid for. And a lot of times travel expenses too, right? Totally. Totally, right? Well, I mean, you know, as long as as the expectation is set in advance, then that's what's followed. And I feel like, since it was for charity, I would do this for free. And I also like hanging out with everybody there. And I like the car thing. So I kind of win... And it's fine with me that I spend some money up there. And I have fun. Uh, the forums are always fun. I like meeting the fans. I like doing that stuff. But <laughs> I'm not going to sleep in an RV. Uh-huh. <laughs> RV? You couldn't find an RV. You'd be, you're going to be in San Jose at a Motel 6. That's the only thing that's not booked yeah. within 40 miles of there. Yep. Or helicoptering in and out, man. Okay. Oh, well, okay. That's a good option. <laughs> let's, let's talk. That's a good option. Um, we do usually fly in on Zuckerman's planes. He's got planes laying around that are fun. Zuckerman has planes? His firm does. That's we Usually we're flying in on a Cirrus or something like that. Yeah. Um, King of the sky. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, okay, so anyways, this morning. So my morning was a little... Ju- this is going to lead into the Lucid and what's going on with you, Johnny, because mm. I want to talk to you about it. So Mm-mm. I dropped off this car... Uh, and was Ubering to the airport to meet my friend and realized don't have a mask. Open up the Uber. It said, you got to have a mask. And I went, fuck. Started walking on the auto mile part of Santa Monica Boulevard with no stores and no masks. And then finally just went to my friend, just come pick me up here. And we're going to head out to Malibu. Here was the Tesla supercharger at mm-hmm. uh, 9.15 in the morning. Uh, of which there were about, uh, I think, 25 of them in a small parking lot right up on Santa Monica Boulevard there. Uh, I've been there, yep. Cars, Teslas, out the entrance on both sides, blocking traffic on both sides with people in cars trying to get by beeping the horns loudly. I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. Loud, loud beeping. Couldn't figure out. And and they're just Teslas lined up and people waiting. And I uh, remembered I was looking at your post last night. Again, you've talked about this on the show again, but I don't think people really fully understand the the, the charging network of America (laughs) is not ready for all of these electric cars. 
And that's the first time I've seen a Tesla a lot, like junked up and people almost ripping each other apart. But, but tell everybody what was going on with you. Well, if I can preempt that. So something weird has happened with the humongous gas prices is that for the first time ever, 5% of the U.S. auto sales are EVs, which is a huge number. Yeah, price of um, gas. Yeah, and so everyone's into it. So yeah, you know, so I have this Lucid. It's the air... Uh, uh, Grand Touring Performance. So, you know, huge battery, 1,050 horsepower. And I was driving it down from Lucid's headquarters yesterday to here, and I had to add, like, 30 miles of range because, like, you know, to get home. I need, that's what I needed. So I stopped in Paso Robley at a, at a supercharger I knew about. It's at a Bank of America parking lot. What is the full charge? After a full charge, a what full do you get? A full charge would be 446 miles on that okay. car. Yeah, great. But, wow. but yeah, uh, I didn't need a full charge. I just need to add a little. Okay. And it's a 150 kilowatt hour charger. So it's a you know, level two charger, I think that is. Level mm-hmm. So I get there and there's three chargers. First of all, I've been driving for four hours because traffic's horrible up in Northern California. Yeah, yeah. Despite what anyone says about LA, it's 20 times worse up there. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I had to pee so bad. I, you know, I get to a bank and you know, there's nowhere to pee. Uh, and then all three chargers are full. I get out of the car and this, this guy and his wife and a Chevy Bolt behind me go, hey buddy, like we're up next and then him and then you. And I'm like, don't worry about it. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> Buddy. And yeah. And then a Ford Lightning showed up and oh, yeah. like, I saw that. I yeah, saw, I saw that. that. And and nobody. But there's no movement, right? You said the people hooked up to the chargers were on the phone to customer service. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. So I, yeah, after the guy in the Chevy stopped yelling at me, he was a very nice guy, by the way. Um, I look and there's this couple and the, the husband's got the phone in one hand, the finger in the ear on the other hand. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then he puts both his arms up in the air in celebration he's like it's working and then the guy in the key next to him was like how'd you get it to work <laughs> you know oh my god but the lucid because i just i knew i only needed this little bit it had 160 miles left so in pismo next to the super uh, the tesla superchargers there there's a hidden electrify america tesla and uh it's got a 350 kilowatt yes. hour charger so we're talking yeah and so i went there and in 19 minutes i had a 204 mile oh, yeah? range yeah I, I walked to a coffee shop uh so you know, wait, 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 did the adapter is the adapter in the car there's no adapter no. it just plugs right in just standard so wait, every, wait, 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 tesla wait. would need an adapter. tesla would need an adapter but you yeah. said you went to the tesla uh, how did i not sorry it was story. next to there's there's next a massive the, bank of tesla see, superchargers in pismo at this right. like outlet mall and like buried in the corner where you can't see it there's i see. some electrify america chargers so uh, what is the what is the best charging network there is none tesla the, 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 there's, yeah, there tesla is none they're, they're all they're all not good you know what i mean right but so, the one you used was great, you said. This one's hidden. No one's on it. It's called it, a, that, Electrify that America. America. Okay. But, but, They're but, like the best of what's out there now that's not Tesla. And, but, where, and where do you mostly charge? I charge mostly at home. Mostly I, at home, I right? use a, an outside charger maybe three or four times a year. Yeah. Y- yeah. So, and it was, you know, it, 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 the Lucid, I should mention, it, it charges so fast because like, like your Tycon is an 800 volt mm-hmm. architecture. The, the Lucid Air is, I think, 912 volts or something like that. So you're watching it. It's like, it's adding a mile of range a second. I mean, it's, really? it's crazy. Yeah. It's so fast on a 350 kilowatt charger. At peak. Uh, I yeah. plugged in the Rivian on the studio lot. Oh, and? And then yeah. into a wall socket. And oh, it was, no. It, it, it was never do that. <laughs> it said charging got three miles. in 103 hours. Yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah. And then after about a day, I had one extra mile on it. Yeah. yeah. No, it I was mean, embarrassing. That doesn't, that doesn't do anything. Yeah. But on the home charger, it was okay. Yeah. Over, it charged overnight. I was 
elated. I got home last night and I was like, okay, because it was it was like the 101 was closed. It was insanity last night. And as I get home, I plug in the Rivian charger into the Lucid. Yep. And like, and then it worked. It, it was did. It, it just yeah. instantly worked. Yeah, I was like, oh, hella freaking Luya, yeah. you know. And yeah. it and and I woke up this morning and it was fully charged. And wow, good to go. Yeah, home, home charges like work pretty much interchangeably, you know. Like because I I use my Tesla for the yeah. Icon. The great thing about that is I plug it in. I have a little adapter for it. Plug it in. It immediately starts charging. However, the Porsche one, which I also have a hookup in my in my garage for that, I'll put that in. But then it needs to fire up go online do a bunch of stuff the Porsche so yeah. I, I had this once why where are I, they doing that why did they I think do that part of it is like they want to document stuff and they want it to like go to the cloud and they want to like mm. learn whatever data analytics that's but then, not cool but also it, it'll charge only to 85% I know but you know to. that moment you want to plug it in and get instant charge sure. whether it's a flashlight sure <laughs> of course. whether it's your I keyboard it. it doesn't matter it. the second you plug it in you want it to go boom of course, start charging. Not but I had an experience. I, what was it? It was. I think it was. It was a Mercedes EQS. I tried to f- plug into my buddy's oh. Porsche charger. That didn't work. And like, I'm and I'm sitting there flipping out. Like, you're both from fucking Stuttgart. Like, you yeah, should yeah. be work, work, yes. work. And it, it just would never start. It just was like thinking and too much of the Wi-Fi shit. Yeah, the, the Tesla one's just like, oh, there's a car. Okay, I'm gonna start charging. And that's, that <laughs> seems to be that seems to be the way the Rivian Home One works. Yeah, um, that's good. But, you know, but like, it's not like because I. I had that when we installed it and it didn't work i had to get another one but we t- disassembled the one that wasn't working and yeah. it's not just like a plug there's a lot of Mm-mm. cords and computer banks and stuff and yeah. the lights mean different things so i was like oh god like please just because i didn't I, last thing i want to do after an 11 hour drive right <laughs> let's go to a like charger tr- trouble trouble suit we'll just go to a charger go sit at, oh. you know go sit at an electrify america oh, that like, that's the last thing i want to do. did nope. you have any uh cruise control on yeah. On this 11-hour drive? Oh, what do yeah, they yeah. call that in the Lucid? What's the problem? Uh, they call it Dream Drive. Dream Drive. Dream Drive. And is it a dream? Does it work? Uh, it, no, it's it, early it's, days on it, it right? It's, yeah. As Peter, the CEO, said, he's like, we're going to be fast follow on ADAS. As soon as that technology is really good, we're there. We got the hardware for it. We're waiting on the software. Gotcha. Mm. And that's really the story of that car right now. Like, they've got it to a point where the software, the, the, you know, the nav and the infotainment and all that is pretty good. It's not great. It's pretty good. But they have this huge uh, upgrade coming where it's, like, going to be lightning fast. And it's just going to be an over-the-air update they push out in a couple months. And uh, It's a luxury car, and it makes me wonder how many people who buy luxury cars are going to want to put up with stuff that's not quite there yet. It'll be there in two months. It'll be there in two months. And two I, months. I, there was a demo. There two was months. A, Something like that, yeah. Okay. There was a demo of the new software. Uh, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like our friend who's got one, he's just like, eh, it's still not right. And His was issues. a very early one. He bought the Dream Edition. Right. Uh, this is not that. This is a, a newer iteration. This is the, the Grand Touring, the, you know, the GTP Grand Touring Performance. Performante. And again, the, the software is fine. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just that it's going to become it's fine. excellent. It's fine. It's okay. Fine. It's all right. It's all right. mediocre. Yeah, it'll do. It's good. It's good. Like it <laughs> takes it takes five seconds for the map to snap awake. You know, the map's like thinking and downloading or whatever. I keep but talking to people who will buy anything but a Tesla these days. It's funny. I keep Musk meeting people like I know the Tesla works he's being itself dumb, well, dumb. <laughs> but I can't support that guy. Jeez. And I'm like, I took. I know. He came that. out in favor of DeSantis. Like, it's a way to lose your base. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I know. It's, it's amazing. <clears throat> it's amazing. 
crazy. Anyone but DeSantis. I, don't I, you I, think I, Tesla has to get rid of him? Well, I mean, he to is survive. Tesla. He's is eliminated he? the. Yeah, he's I eliminated. mean, uh, but he's now taking it down. I mean, I mean, he's taking it down. I mean, look, he's eliminated the communications department. They, so they don't have oh, marketing. Right. They don't have right. PR. No one talks about anything but him. You know, they've no. So it's he is the company. I mean, maybe smart to step down. Let someone else. Take this over. this is the problem. I mean, when you your customer base, when they're not going to buy a car because of the guy who's running the company. I mean, that's that's rough. And that's the problem when someone has two hundred and fifty billion dollars. Like, what does he really care if you stop buying his car? Really? Oh, he'll lose half. He's only got one hundred and twenty. Don't they have billion. a board? Wasn't he ousted from the board? Look, he, he was calling uh, somebody saving children a pedophile. Like, he did everything he can't do. It doesn't matter. But, I mean, if he's yeah. really affecting the bottom line of the company, don't they, they get rid of him? They can't. I mean, they... They can't? I don't they know. Can. I don't know. I, of course I, look, they can. I don't know. Well, why haven't they? Probably this hasn't gotten to that point yet. Yeah, they haven't gotten there. They're hoping he straightens out. Uh, but that's up. like that's you know it's like it's like you know, Trump's going to be presidential any day now. Just wait. He's going to yeah. he's going to behave. the 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 power and the responsibility of the office will set him straight. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> that's what. Meanwhile, happen. he's painting the walls with ketchup, and you know, like. Speaking of ketchup. Oh no. Yeah, that's right. Every plate <laughs> put ketchup on all of every plate stuff. It's delicious. 25% cheaper than grocery shopping. Try America's what? best value meal kit. Delicious dinners that don't break the bank. I've got every plate coming in this week. Mm. I thought the meal kits had to be expensive. It turns out every plate is more affordable than groceries. Their quality ingredients come pre-proportioned to help you save money and reduce food waste. You know that bag of spinach you throw out every week? Oh, I hate that. Yes, that bag. I know that one. My wife and I fight about this a lot. I go, I'm glad you bought a bunch of groceries from Whole Foods that make you feel good. But none of us eat that. <laughs> it really makes me crazy. Your poor wife. <laughs> that pancake mix is really, it's perfect, but it makes shitty taste in pancakes. <laughs> You're right. Organic apples are great. They also die in one half a day and make bugs. Now I'm killing bugs, but not with every plate. <laughs> Everything arrives. All ready to make. It really is. It comes in a box. It's all your groceries. It's got the recipes. And I've said, Erica actually likes it. She makes us delicious meals when it arrives. She feels the urgency. She's got to cook it right away. We get five meals that week. Now they come on a Monday for us. Um, and you save time and money. The whole thing is there. You don't have to do anything. Go to everyplate.com. What are we offering you here? Mm. Everyplate.com. Oh, here we go. Get your first box of every plate uh, for $1.79 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering the code SPIKE179. Everyplate.com, code SPIKE179. Yeah, everyplate.com, SPIKE179. And then uh, don't we have a new website, Spike Codes? Spike Codes. Is it spikecodes.com? Spikes codes? Spikes codes? I can't Spikes. Spikes. Spikes codes? Spikes, Spikes, Spikes codes? Spikes, Spikes peak. peak. I'm lost. But, uh, Spike code. We love every plate. And we use Spite every plate. Code. Spike code. Did you want in on every plate? Of course. Free food? Hell yeah. Okay, maybe why that's why they sent it to me. I took it. I, I don't decide. It's $1.79 a though. meal. Ah. We have a company in London called Audio Boom who yeah. who buys and sells the ads and takes yeah. care of all that stuff. But yeah. I've talked to them about that. Yeah. Every code is different. And then, of course, they they come to one of us for the codes. And then instead of our it's doing our jobs during the week, we're sending codes to people <laughs> <laughs> because they like the stuff. 
oh, which is fine. Funny. So that's I'm trying funny. to make it easy for everybody. As we, you did with Athletic Greens. I did Athletic Greens. Now Liquid IV is one of our new sponsors. Oh, Those guys. Liquid are IV. I'm so, I, liquid I IV. didn't recognize the packaging yeah, of the big pack. When, when we drove the Rivians cross country, I lived on that stuff. Yeah. It was like, it was like 160 we'll degrees. We'll save it for what we do an ad for them. Oh, are we doing an ad this week? Oh, okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I lived on that stuff. Yeah, I, my tennis teacher called the pack, too. It's I was great. Like, Whoa, it's, it's yeah, yeah. Diet Gatorade. Yeah, it's great. summer. Um, yeah. Let's see. There's some really, I don't mm. know if I want to open this up, but I guess I will. You got to do it. All right. Let me just get yeah. it. Open it up, Spike. Because people, you know, they're saying it's a bunch of uh, whiny, complaining rich guys when it comes to Malibu, right? <laughs> yeah, forget about Malibu <laughs> and done. their $100 million homes and the amount of uh, tax money they're raking in. And uh, But yeah, we're the problem. Um there was a brazen robbery in broad daylight today at the Malibu Country Mart. This is uh, today? last week. Okay. They stole $600,000 worth of watches uh, from one of the stores. Yes, uh, I heard about this. Yes. And, and I say this because the police are focused on our little car show on Sunday mornings. Not the police, but the Malibu people. For, forgive me, not the sheriff's department. It's like the it's Rotary Club. It's, it's the Rotary it's Club. It's the Rotary Club. Yeah. It's the Malibu the busybody, yeah. It's the busybody Malibu Country Mart and some of the landlords there. Yet, a, a bunch of guys with guns went in and did a smash and grab at Maxfield, I guess, that has vintage Rolexes. I don't know. I, I don't know that that place is. And then I was chatting with Bill this morning who said uh, the uh, tourists who were stopping and going to the beach who have their stuff in their cars have been – they come back to their cars and suddenly their windows are smashed and all their stuff is being taken. Um, as he was helping one family from Scotland, uh, another family parked next to him had their stuff taken. Really? And I only say this. Uh, to send a little love letter to the Malibu Country Mart people <laughs> and the city of Malibu. Get, get it together. Focus on what's really important here and help keep people safe and leave us alone. Well, I was going to say, you know what doesn't happen when we're hanging out, yeah, drinking coffee, that's looking right. at cars, is robberies. We're <laughs> armed robberies. Armed robberies yeah. are going on yeah. there. There's witnesses. Yeah, armed robbery. And they're worried. And when we're there, about, there hasn't been a single armed robbery, has there? They're worried about Jay Leno. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Can you just give me those Rolex watches right there. Yeah, of course the gun's loaded. I'm telling you, it's loaded. It's, uh, yeah, why would I take a gun that's not loaded? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll pose for a picture. All right, okay, okay, okay. All right, give me the watches before I kill you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And we love Jay Leno. We do. But uh, love good Lord. Good Lord. Yeah. Wow. Crew of uh, uh, six with hoodies entered Maxfield. By the way, it's fine. Take Maxfield. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's just selling crap to rich people and they deserve it. And they have insurance. It's all good. Oh, I, as long as no one gets hurt. I mean, it's except fine. for the poor schmucks, like, you know, making a minimum wage, working at the watch store, they get guns put in their face. Employees said uh, oh. no one was injured. Um, I, uh, nice. I was told there was a security guard there, and I said to Bill, I go, what did he do? And he goes, nothing. He doesn't have a gun. I go, well, he's not a security guard, then. He's just a guy. But if um, there's six guys with guns and one security no, guard. No, three guys, three girls. Sorry, six humans with guns <laughs> versus one guy with a gun. They were unauthorized to speak about the incident. Uh, a spokesman from Lost Hills Sheriff's Department, our friends over there who were also hanging out with us at the car show and occasionally threatening us, but uh, nearly a half million dollars in merchandise taken. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Let's, 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 for, uh, the car community can help you guys. If you need help, we will come help you any day of the week to it's keep true. your stores safe. 
You want us to put a little car show there on Tuesdays when this happened? <laughs> we will stop your crime. Yes. We're crime stoppers. But damn it, leave us alone. Well, crime, they, crime stoppers and Lamborghinis. They think they're winning. It. It's so funny. It's the same thing. You know, I, I wasn't, I haven't been there for a month or so, but uh, uh, I heard it's like, yeah, they, they weren't as many cars this time. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as it stops, they, they, they'll come back. But, you know, I was there today and it's filled with dangerous tourist driving. It's, it, there's nothing like it. You have to, we put cones now behind our cars so they don't, we don't get backed into. Cones. Wow. Really? Because everybody's stoned on the beach. Yeah. Or just in looking around, days looky-loo mode. And All right. Uh, Paul Walker's car is coming up for auction. What? The star of Fast and the Furious movie franchise passed away in 2013, but one of his personal cars will play a starring role. I wrote this during the, this year's Monterey Car Week in August. Fully restored, looking sweet, 73 Porsche 911 RS. Yellow. Johnny? Um, uh, Walker once told Jay Leno how he found this car for sale online and agreed to purchase it sight unseen back in 2011. Is this is Paul Walker valuable to the car world as yes. far as value? Yes, why? Sure. Of course. Yeah. He, why? Because he, he passed away in a very legendary <laughs> car. Well, no, no, I mean, that. Not, not only that. He, and look, Fast he, and Furious. He was a genuinely nice guy, um, you know. And he, you know, the first couple of Fast and Furiouses were great. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. If you know, it's for a certain generation. Yeah. Uh, you know, loved him, and he and he was in. He was a legit collector. Like he actually mm-hmm. had, he actually had taste. You know, he wasn't just buying whatever. Um, and and you know, if you, like yeah, if you're gonna buy any car site unseen. The '73 RS is a pretty good, you know, risk to take. Isn't that funny how Porsche can kill its uh, most famous fans and become stronger? <laughs> right, James Dean, Paul yeah. Walker. <laughs> Hansel they almost, guys. They almost got Leno. <laughs> You remember when he was in the Carrera GT and he was doing that lap and he almost hit the wall, but he spun into the infield. There are others, though. Lots of folks have died, and it just it seems to make them stronger. Sure, you know. So would you buy, Reggie, would you buy a Paul Walker car because he owned it? Sure. Well, not because he owned it. Well, that's maybe. the question. I, I don't like, think I'm chasing just... down uh, Ro- Jim Rockford's watch yes. because he owned it. It's right, not a watch. Right, would right, you right. buy that car just because I mean, Paul Walker owned it? I wasn't enough of a Walker fan to to make that too much a part. I think it would be an added feature. I mean, if it That's... came down to two cars, one was owned by him, one wasn't, go for the Paul Walker one. Why not? <laughs> as long as it wasn't too much more expensive. Then it's kind of right. Like, well, well, that's get the, the other ultimate car. question. What's the premium because <laughs> right. it was Paul Walker's car? A 73 RS is a very desirable car. And, Already. And the Porsche community is going to evaluate the car first and foremost, I think. If it was Steve McQueen's, then you buy it at any cost. Doesn't matter. Restore right. it and you make it perfect. And then you have a... But remember, the people that know who Steve McQueen, uh, know, know who he is, are dying rapidly. People know who Paul Walker is. They're getting wealthier and wealthier. You know what I mean? So the Paul Walker car might be a great investment because in 20 years, awesome. like, no one's going to know Steve McQueen. People are going to know Paul Walker. I mean, if it were Paula Poundstones, then, then I would get it. <laughs> well... Like in a second. What do you think she drives? <laughs> My wife is very close to Paula. Really? <laughs> oh, so you know what she her. drives? She's selling. I'm buying. <laughs> I don't, but I just saw her doing stand up at one of my wife's political events, and she crushed. And I went, "Wow, that was impressive." It was like a Saturday morning with a bunch of old people at like nine thirty in the morning, and she came out. And she just crushed, and I went, "Wow, wow, power of a stand up." Do you know yeah. Paula? I don't know right now. I just, I just. It's a good always, reference, though. Yeah, I was always, what, is her car significant? No, I, <laughs> I have no idea what she. There drives. is a 
weird West Side politician. I think her name is Sheila Kuehl. Yeah. That was a city, cool. LA city council or something. And my wife uh, was meeting with her and she said, you should come on over. We're down the street at this park. They were talking something about park works or something. And I'm like, why? She goes, just come over. I want you to see this car. She's, she's got this uh, red Porsche 356 she's had her whole life. That was her family's car. Whoa. She's been driving it and dailying it, the car. And I said, I'm going to, I don't know what you do, but I'm going to vote for you. <laughs> totally. I've never seen anything <laughs> like this. She's of course. Like, she's like, oh, I put kids in cages. <laughs> that's, that's my policy. You think my uh, wife is a right winger? <laughs> I, just because She might be. She's so far left. She might have met yeah, right totally. now. It is a circle. I wasn't even thinking of your wife. I was just thinking of your, I don't know what you stand for, but I'll vote I for I didn't you. hear anything she said or even why they were there. I was so impressed that this woman was driving this car winter, spring, summer, and fall. There you go. Holding, holding for siren. Nope, not on the podcast. Wow, I heard tires screeching. They're Ooh. going. The car chase. Huh. Wow. Maybe. Yeah. That's Zuckerman's home. <laughs> it's hey, there's away. nothing faster than the radio, guys. There's nothing faster than the radio. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm going to do one more ad. Then think of what talk about. I already know what the product is, but what go is ahead. it? Go ahead, take a guess. Huh? It's a. <laughs> Probably it's probably like sham wow. Sham <laughs> I don't even know it. Oh, oh it's minimal. Yeah. Years of print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers. Oh. If we've learned anything that, that there's always a catch. So when I first heard about Sham Wow Mobile I mean Mint Mobile. <laughs> Mint Mobile. They offer premium wireless starting fifteen bucks a month. There goes Mint Mobile Spike. What's that? They dropped the ads? <laughs> I thought, what's the catch? But after Mint Mobile's secret sauce, uh, using their service, it made sense. There isn't one. Their secret sauce is they're the first company to sell wireless service only online. They cut out the cost of retail stores, pass those sweet savings to you. I told you. I did sign up for that. And I just got a SIM card in the mail, and I plugged it into my phone, and now I had a new phone service. I loved it. For anyone who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless, just $15 a month. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate, whether you're buying one, a family at Mint. Families, families uh, start at two lines. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your phone. Then any Mint Mobile plan, keep your same phone plan. Um, phone number along with all your existing contacts. Imagine signing up for a new place and losing your contacts. Why would that happen? Hey, I got a new phone. No contact. We're taking your contacts. I mean, could you imagine? Uh, yeah. Contacts seem to automatically upload to a phone now. You don't even have to save them anymore. It says, is this yeah, what yeah, you yeah. were looking for? And I'm like, how did you know that? Yeah. Um, it's just $15 a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash spike911 and mintmobile.com slash spike911. Mintmobile.com slash spike 9 11. It's Yet meant to be. The phone is spooky these days. It really is. It really is. Um, imagine, here's an article. Imagine living without it. You know? Rolex Daytona prices mm. continue to slide. I consider this good news. We're yeah. going to leave you with this last good news story. Uh-oh. Rolex Daytona prices continue to slide on the resale market as the crypto crash wipes out wealth of newer collectors. Now you have my attention. You're going you're gonna to write an article like that on Business Insider. Verified news, Johnny. Slide to what? What are we sliding to? Either way. Fair. It's, it's been a long time since we heard car prices. I haven't heard those yet, but some. But watch prices are coming down. Yeah. Right? And I want everybody to be able to afford some of these nicer watches. That's what's fun about it. That's what I loved about the Swatch Omega. 
It was, yeah. it, you can get it for $276, and it looks like an Omega Speedsmaster, which costs $5,000. Yeah, and you can still get them. They're on the secondary market. They're still kind of holding up. They're, they're, they're not limited, and they're making them, in the, but you still have to show up to a swatch. You have to go to a Vegas or San Francisco yeah. or wherever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but then that keeps this weird secondary market going on eBay, where you can buy them maybe as low as 700 but as high as 5000 I don't know uh, what well, idiot. Do you remember the day they came out? They were like 13000 for the Mars watch or whatever yeah. it was. It was like, I was like, well, come on. You get the best Speedmaster ever made for that, you know? It's true. Yeah. And it's one of the great watches, the Speedmaster. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so here, the crowd favorite uh, Daytona reference, 116500. That's the one. That's the, nice. one. the whites, the blacks. Mm -hmm. Has been in the month-long slide from its peak in mid-March to around uh, at around 48,500. They're not saying which colors. That was probably for the white one. Yeah. Down more than 16% today to 395 according to data from uh, watch charts. Okay. The decline of that particular reference, along with others in its family, is driving a wider drop in the brand's performance on the secondary market, which is down more than 10% over the past three months, again, per watch charts. Uh, Rolex watches are on track to erase all the price gains. Who the hell is investing in Rolexes? <laughs> This is this is written as if you were putting your life savings into Rolexes. Oh, oh people were doing the craziest shit. Uh, all the price gains they made this year in the resale market. The drop follows steeper crashes for stocks and crypto that are hitting the new collector's wealth. Even with the decline, experts say Daytona is another top-tier timepieces. Timepieces are still a resilient asset class. Do you agree, Reggie? Do you care? Do you have an opinion? You know, I'd, I'm not a big watch guy. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but if you were to buy one, yes. you'd buy it for your personal enjoyment, right? Uh, I'd buy a watch because it was cool. Yeah, right, that, right. I loved it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm not buying it because I'm hoping that's going to so increase value. So you're a reasonable value. human. Yeah. As yeah. am I. Yeah. What about you, Johnny? Well, people are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, crypto. I, I, you were a crypto guy. Yeah, yeah. I got plenty of Bitcoin, which... Well, that's cut in half, too. Well, cut in half, but like you didn't ask me when I bought it. I'm still doing awesome. You know what I mean? Even that's, with the crash. Right. So, but um, no, I know a guy who's like, I went all in on Solara. I, 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 I quit my job. I'm like, Solara? Like, what are you... No, don't do that. Like, Bitcoin... <laughs> what happened to Solara? Bitcoin was gone. <laughs> I don't think it exists anymore. Yeah, I think, I think that was like a stable coin. Thank God there's no regulation in crypto. That's good news. Well, but but again, people Here were doing one that. day and gone the next. It's but, an easy problem. Just but, gone. But people were like hoarding fifty-seven thousand dollar Daytonas, like a Panda Daytona for fifty. You know. Yeah, like, but that's an asset you can hold in your hand. Yeah, but if it's dropping sixteen percent in value, I like, would tell you this from experience again, and having owned cars that go up and down. That yeah, if you yeah. Buy something you love, you always love it. Sometimes you love it and you make money on it, but you always love it. But they Whether weren't buying it because they loved it. They were buying it because they thought they were getting in on a that's scam. That's something you don't do, right? That's something we tell you not to the do. The only thing that goes up is real estate. I mean, you know, California real estate. Everything else that is goes like down to rarely. No, it and, does, and quickly. I remember talking uh, uh, when we were by, we were selling our first house that we bought mm. uh, a while ago, and we were talking to our elderly woman neighbor about it, and she's like, "Honey," she goes, "You know, you're gonna buy houses, you're gonna sell houses." Sometimes you're gonna make money. Sometimes you're gonna lose money. And then you're gonna die. That's that's what happens. <laughs> he goes to go up or down. You just remember your times in the house. That was very wise. She was looking back over sixty years of owning real estate. She goes, "You, you, you can't guess." She goes, "What you remember is the moments in the house with the people." 
Well, I think you also remember if you bought something for X and it, now it's 3X, that's it, pretty memorable too. Yeah, it, it doesn't you know. make you happy though. It doesn't make you happy, it makes you money. It makes you money, makes you money, yeah. Lost a little money. Yeah, but I mean... But I, if I'm, you're like, hey, that's that's where my wife gave birth. That's where grandpa died in that kitchen. Your wife gave birth these in the house? Great, these are great <laughs> memories that I have. I, that's, that's Both those are horrible. That's where my dog attacked that neighbor's child. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, those are the memories. Wonderful right. memories that right. I take from these homes. That's right. That's <laughs> where that. Uh, this is where the toilet cooked so bad. I do that remember one night. all the weird things that happen in houses. Like I remember, this is horrible, and I'm not making fun of homeless people. But it was rain. It was in my Franklin house that I lived in, the Gary Cooper house. It was Gary Cooper's house. He built it for his mom. Wow. I rented it when I came out here, and it was Saturday night, and it was pouring rain. And I'm watching an old black and white movie, and it and I heard screaming on my front lawn, and there was this woman in the mud crawling up to my window, going. At like midnight, and it's just <laughs> raining. And I opened the door. And go, what are you? What are you doing? And she saw me, and she just ran away. It ter- <laughs> the thing. It terrified me. Like I remember those things. Right. I remember wow. opening up sure. my gate, and a, and a, and suddenly a guy with a gun at two in the morning putting a gun right in my face. And then he goes, "Oh, sorry, police officer. I just chased a hooker in here." <laughs> oh, my like, Whoa. Lord. That's, that's my wife's <laughs> officer. It's like, how dare you, sir? She had to use the restroom. <laughs> yeah. She only charges me sometimes. <laughs> Why just, are you chasing her? Just my soul. I remember the gunshot going off outside, also watching TV. Bang! The TV's right there. I see the flash of light. And then I look out in the car. I see two more guns. LA is pretty wild. I, 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 Hollywood. But this is years ago. Everybody yeah. says it's a hellscape now. Oh, no, the 90s. Oh, that was dude. when it was nuts. I lived in Echo Park yeah, like, yeah. T- over 20 years ago. Like, yeah. It was know, nuts. We it, found a guy on our couch on the yeah. on the back porch. Like, there's blood everywhere. Yeah. Like, you know, and then we find the guy. Turned out, uh, the our downstairs neighbors, uh, the ghost of her dead husband was haunting him. So ah. he went over there to kill the ghost yeah, and true. put his arm through the window and was mm-hmm. bleeding out on our couch. And mm-hmm. it was on PCP. It was like, you know, it was wild back then. Yeah. So it was a wild place. Yeah. I want a downturn soon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we just need a riot and an earthquake that's in that it. order. That's what yeah, did it yeah, in the nineties. Yeah. That's yeah. That's when I moved here. It was right after the earthquake. Yeah. Oh, that's when houses were cheap. Yeah. I remember too. There was this not another really dramatic, beautiful moment. Again, it always seemed to be happening at night. And I, I used to smoke cigarettes, and I was out in the porch smoking a cigarette, and it was cloudy and a little rainy, and there was no traffic. Right. The, it was it's Franklin Ave by Runyon there, and I heard a galloping. And I'm just gallop, gallop, and it's getting closer. And then this beautiful giant deer with antlers is just galloping down the yellow line. <laughs> like, wow. like, wow, what is this place? Yeah. I thought this was the city. Yeah, what no, is that thing? No. What is that thing? Yeah. yeah. It made me really appreciate the weirdness of this place. It's a weird place. Yeah. It is. Good like, driving, though. Yeah. Great driving. Well, that's our show. <laughs> that's the show. We hope you guys have enjoyed what we've had to say today. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Zuckerman will be back. Are you sure? Does he? Did they let him into the country? I didn't want a podcast with him tomorrow because I, you know, who knows what he picked up on the road. Oh, monkeypox! <laughs> He's literally oh, hanging out with apes. <laughs> right? He's got ape pox. Monkeypox. He is monkeypox. Yeah. You know, I was reading about that. That that could be the next big pandemic. This morning, it just said that that thing let loose and evolving and changing could turn into be this really horrible, deadly thing. After you get the pox, you just die. 
Wow. Really? That's our show, folks. <laughs> Good luck out there. Stay but then vigilant. don't you think when you when you hear people talking about global warming and the extinction of Earth and you and you think more philosophically about how Earth has a way of getting rid of the problems that crawl yep, on it. That's true. That maybe it's, true. it's getting rid of us. Yep. I, I just look at yep. that, those new pictures from that web telescope and I'm like, we mean nothing. Oh, yeah, we, yeah. There's no significance. Well, to you know, that's, that's amazing. A, you know, that's an old story, right? The in the 90s, they sent the Hubble telescope up and yeah. they told the same story and they took the same picture. Yeah. So you hold your arm out with a grain of sand. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. all. Uh, this yeah. was the same story. Yeah, but, that's why hi, but high res. High res. High it res. the same idea. But you're right. Whenever things got stressful on that show, we used to put that photo up and go, well, look how insignificant yeah. we all are. Yeah. But then again, that's what has me worried here, that someone's going, eh. COVID didn't do it. Let's throw some monkey pox. <laughs> and if that doesn't work. Yeah. What a great name though. If you're like, it's the, like it's just the, ridiculous. the disease namers. Yeah. Cause like, you know, cause, cause COVID's really like a bird. It's avian flu, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's not scary. Monkey pox. <laughs> monkey pox is really a scary idea. Rhinoceros. I thought the same thing. I thought yeah. that's a pretty good name. Rhinoceros <laughs> diarrhea. It's yeah, yeah. coming for you. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't want to encounter it. A pox sure. upon you. Oh, yeah, pox, me a pox monkey pox upon you. upon you. Yeah. Unlucky monkey paw. I got the ape pox. <laughs> we should just call monkey. him ape pox from now. Yeah, he can get ape pox. Ape pox. Bobbery ape pox. Well, I wish you all happy monkey pox, and we'll see you next week on Spike's Car. Keep poxing out there. Make sure to tune into our Poxcast. Poxcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.